thank the Lord. Mexico and the United States of America have reached a deal to end the tomato tariff dispute. I know. I know. Under the draft accord with the U.S. Commerce Department, the majority of Mexican tomato exports will be subject to the U.S. border inspections and uh, especially tomatoes face a higher reference price on the American marketplace. But the Mexican economy minister, who is, uh, I mean, I love him. I love him. Uh, said on Twitter, everybody's on Twitter now. I, lo- I love, that's how we're doing world business now, thanks to Donald Trump. Uh, said that the accord kept the U.S. market open for exporters. Yes. And it has enforcement provisions that completely eliminate the injurious effects of Mexican, wait. There's injurious effects of Mexican tomatoes? I'm not aware of that. As well as price suppression and undercutting. I'll tell you what. Uh, it's a good thing we reached this deal. Okay, I didn't want to, I'm, I'm happy about it, but if Mexico thinks they're going to start undercutting after we make this deal, no, my friends, no. Plus, they're going to have to find a new way to bring in the drugs because we're going to be checking a lot more tomato boxes. <laughs> Just kind of a shame, really. Go back to the avocados. I mean, the Mexican tomatoes, that's got to be... It's got to be Taco Bell tomatoes, right? Well, who's making the pico de gallo? Thank you. I don't know. Yeah, if we don't get tomatoes, how can we enjoy a nice pico de gallo? Pico de gallo without tomatoes, which is... Nothing. <laughs> I'm starting to think what goes in a pico de gallo, and I do not, not know what goes in a pico de gallo, <laughs> which proves that I'm not Mexican because Puerto Ricans don't do pico de gallo. And I know, old oh man, stop. You're going to tell me what is in the pico de gallo. I don't care. Go ahead. I, Go no, ahead. No, 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 let him no, show no, off. No, no, no. Let no. him show off. Let's hear no, it. No pico de gallo. I don't care. I know it has tomatoes. Tomatoes are the main ingredient. If we don't have tomatoes, all your white people cannot enjoy your pico de gallo when you go to like Chili's or you go to Chipotle or you go to Taco Bell. No, Taco Bell don't do that though. Taco Bell don't have pico no, de gallo. No. no. It's Chipotle and Chili's yeah. and there's Mexican restaurants by white yes. people. Yes. Yeah. I want to know what it is. I don't. Well, whose show is this anyway? Okay, Put fine. him on. Mike. Uh, not Mike. What's Ron. your name? Ron. Oh, man. Oh, man. Come over here. What's the pickle of the guy? Let's What's have it. What's the pickle of the guy? Mr. Showoff. Come Mr. On. Big Shot. Jalapenos. No, no, no. Talk into the microphone. It's a radio oh, show. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. Just because there's cameras doesn't mean they can't freaking read Thank lips. you. So here, come Talk here. Talk to the microphone. Talk to the microphone. What goes in the pickle of the guy? Roma tomatoes. Uh-huh. Jalapenos. Okay. Red onion. Cilantro. You're forgetting and now. And lemon you? juice. You're forgetting now. And, and then, then you mix it. To wake up the tomato. Right, but you have to slice slice them up and mix it all together, and, and use the Roma tomatoes. I can't use the other specialty. I have to use the specialty no, Roma tomatoes. You can use tomatoes. any kind of tomatoes. You can use any kind. You can use any kind of tomatoes. You can use any kind of you know what the Roma tomatoes are? That's his wife saying. That's all we're using. Absolutely. It's the only tomatoes That's the cheap I like. ones. So buy those. Bingo. He's not going to the farmer's market using those tomatoes. All right, so if you had a way, 
to find out if you were going to be alive for the next 10 years or whether you were going to die within the next 10 nope. years, would you do it? Nope. Ah, man. I don't know. That's a tough one, man. I'm good with the mystery. So, would you do it? Scientists from the Max Planck Institute of Biology of Aging. Whoa. Who doesn't? I mean, that's such a great place. I want I, that on a I drive card. by there every day. Dr. Jeff Fisher. Honk my, honk my horn at the Institute for Biology of Aging. I should be a part of that. Uh, Absolutely, yes. You are like, how old are you? So that, yeah, exactly. So he's developed, or they, I'm sorry, the the uh, institute has developed a new blood test that can predict whether you'll die within the next ten years. Nope. It it has biomarkers in the blood linked to various factors that appear to affect your risk of death. Uh, but if I get hit by a car or shot by some random person, how is that going to show up on a data test? It won't. Okay. It won't. This is if all things are good to even. go. Like yeah. if I'm if I'm gonna die of a sickness or something. Correct. Oh, okay. I'll do it then. The researchers analyzed forty four thousand one hundred and sixty eight participants aged eighteen to one oh nine. Wow. Five thousand five hundred and twelve who died during follow up. You may think twice about going to the Institute of Aging. <laughs> They're killing you, bro. <laughs> uh, the analysis of the participants' blood revealed 14 biomarkers that were associated with an increased risk of death. So if you have these biomarkers, then you have an increased de- an increased chance of dying within the next 10 years. And what if you change? You know, if the biomarker says, you know, you're going to die within the next 10 years, um, it, it isn't telling you why, though. So you don't know what to change, right? That's more uh, into like... The biomarkers were linked to various factors, including immunity, circulating fat, inflammation, and glucose control. So you have a little bit of an idea. Well, I mean, it's diet, of course. Of course, that's the answer. And inflammation, which is... Relief know, factor. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it's this suggested in the future a sample of your blood could be analyzed for the presence of these biomarkers to indicate when you'll die. Well, yeah. Well, I thought that's what this was. Wait, did we did we do it again, Jeff Fisher? Did we Wait dive into the story? Yes. Do you you know the Damn drill? It. Wait a minute. You saw the cancer again. The, it's the test entire relies cancer on again. biomarkers of blood linked to various. Yeah, we know that. Okay, so. To develop the test, the researchers did this. An analysis of the participants' blood revealed 14 biomarkers. They were linked to this. This suggested in the future, a sample of your blood could be analyzed for the presence of these biomarkers. Wait, but that's what they were supposed to be doing. In the study published in Nature Communications, and I, you know what? I haven't gotten my latest edition of Nature Communications. I'm a little That's why, about though. That. That's why, because they're still going back and checking I'm those numbers. Yeah. The researchers led by Joris Dealing. You know what? Joris ticks me off once in a he while. He does? In, in the Nature why? Communications. Like, and I don't even know if Joris is a he, but it just ticks me off. Sounds like a he. We subsequently show that the prediction accuracy of five and ten year mortality based on a model containing to identify biomarkers and sex is better than that of a model containing conventional risk factors for mortality. The researchers highlight that further research is needed. Of course, we've got to get some more money for tests and study money. Grant. Uh, Before clinical test is available. This is backed by experts not involved in the study. Whilst the study shows that this type of profiling can be useful, they do point out importantly that 
It would need further work to develop a score at individual level that would be useful to real-life situations. So, what the hell did they do? Okay. I told you. Okay. It's a, it's a whole cancer, cancer story again. We fell for it. So this one foul for which just should have read the headline. I've got some great headlines for tomorrow's podcast too, man. Really for Fat Pop Friday? Fat yeah, Pop Friday's got a bot, stack of headlines. Just headlines. Just oh, headlines. They're so good. I There's love just really headlines. This should have this should have been tomorrow's this, show. We spent eight This should have been a scientist developed blood test that predicts whether you'll done. die in the next ten years. We eight minutes over. come to find out that it's not what the headline says. Do you want to restart over again and just leave it for tomorrow? Did I say this was my show? No, I was wrong. Somebody else's. Real life? Imitating art? Eh, Maybe. I guess that could be. Uh, I mean, you're you're hip to Nipsey Hussle. I mean. Yeah, I listened to him. Actually, I just got to listen to him before we started recording this. I mean, that one. one, That one song. Oh, my gosh. About him and the girl. So good. Oh, it's like a love. So his. What? So his partner, or friend, uh, you know. Um, Why are you laughing? Or are you crying? I can never I'm crying. tell. Oh, you're crying. crying. Yeah. Oh, okay. Arsenio uh, Gravesande, or whatever his name is. We'll just call him A.G. Ooh. Yeah, A.G. Is he uh, done with the O.G.? He was, uh, you know, he, he got shot. No. Not Nipsey. Oh. You know, his oh, buddy. Yeah, A.G. I was about to mourn. And the police, uh, police asked him, hey, who shot you? And he said, F you. <laughs> Did we get him? <laughs> I believe the direct quote was, F you, son. So, so hold on, hold on. What's the question again? What did the cop ask him? Who shot you? Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, no. He was, AG was not having any of that. Um, he was not having any of that. And now he knew... As he as he was dying, didn't matter. Didn't matter. Uh, and I mean, they. This is the problem that they're having in New York, though, right? Nobody snitches, wants to aid the police. Snitches get stitches. So he died an honorable man. Less than an hour after AG was killed, two more men were gunned down in oh, Coney no. Island. One victim, thirty-eight, caught a bullet in the head. And that's what always happens. Oh yeah, you, you can't. Do they know not to catch the bullets with your heads? You're supposed Apparently to catch not. it with like your Apparently hands. Apparently not. And uh, by the way, there's no arrest been made. <laughs> wow. Just a side note. No arrest have been made. So I, I don't know that it, I, it's just real life imitating art, man. That's what you see on TV all the time. They don't want to help the police. They don't like the police. They've got nothing to do with the and police. And they throw water buckets at the police. And uh, I mean, the police are lucky that it is water buckets, only water buckets. Just wait. Chlorine is going to star and when then that cement. Happens, when and that then happens, we're in acid, trouble. acid is the one that scares me. When that happens, we're in big trouble. So, did you see? We yesterday we talked about uh, you know one of your favorite shows, Chris Cruz. Sadly, Dancing with the Stars. Oh yeah, my boy Sean and, Spicer. Uh, your boy Sean Spicer taking a big Odom? heat. Uh, you know, big heat. From Everybody's home. all wound up about Why? Sean Spicer being on Dancing with the Stars. He wants to dance, including your boy. Uh, who's the the main? Um, uh, what's his stupid name? The the host of the stupid show, yeah, Tom Bergeron. 
Yeah, Tom Berger. The host, yeah. right? Yeah, the host, yeah. yeah. So he's complaining and saying that uh, he, he thought that uh, Dancing with the Stars was going to be a respite from politics, and he's we didn't uh, think it would on. be so divisive. How has that been divisive? And I'm thinking, wait a second, Tom, uh, isn't this your show? No. I mean, you're the host of the show. How about shut up? I mean, we, have, we can't find a new new host of the show. If you're unhappy, leave. Absolutely. If you're unhappy because Sean Spicer is going to dance a couple of weeks on your stupid show, leave. And we're all know already that he's going to last three weeks. Uh, bets have been in place. I want him to three win. Three weeks. Now. I want him to win just to piss Tom Berger. Oh, I, oh my God. Imagine that. He wins. I want him to win. I'm re- I, I, have, I don't care one iota about Dancing with the Stars. I have not, I've watched a few episodes portions of episodes i don't know that i've ever made it through an entire episode but uh who was the last one i watched gosh darn it, i can't remember there was one i too i remember i wanted to tune in and by the way the reason why you were on a year-long hiatus is because you couldn't find nobody that to would come on the, the show. show so guess what either gets canceled or get sean spicer thank you and they've got some big names you know Lamar oh, and they've got yeah. some names coming around that'll be fun to watch give me another one um i don't remember i, I don't care i i want i, I don't one. care who they have in this season just because mr tom burger isn't happy with sean spicer and the dwts casting by uh, the way this is season 28 i know Season 28. And by the way, you're right, because you open the story, you open the show with everybody's on Twitter. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. That's how Tom, you know, he posted. He goes, some thoughts about today. And then this freaking long-ass paragraph that he screenshot from his phone. Hey, bro, that's not how Twitter works, first of all. Twitter does not work that way. Tom, you know, learn how it works. Uh, maybe, I don't know, call Sean Spicer. Although, that's a way, although I will say, that's a way yes, past the, the, past the 270, count. Yes, yeah. but we all know that that's not that's, the way. I know, but I like the, I like the yes, thought. I do like well, the thought. Well, that's not the way. The bypass is yes, the no. Maybe Am I giving him credit for something? Stop it. No, I'm not going to stop it. All right, so I'll give him credit for his little bypass thing. It's kind of a cute little thing, Tom. Good for you. But did you say that they had 28 seasons? Because, I mean, yeah, it's been a long time. Been a long, I, mean, I know they've been on a long time, but it's one of those shows. You said they took a year off because they, they couldn't. They took a year off. Because for, for real, they for, couldn't find they, any Yeah, they couldn't find any Okay, so here's here's the deal with Dancing with the Stars. It's a great show. You know, it's a great idea for it's a, a show. It's a fun show. It's a fun show to fun. watch. It is. Tom is right. It's a respite from the political Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. But it doesn't matter who's doing the dance. Just because... Sean Spicer is dancing doesn't make it a political show. Absolutely not. It's just you know Sean Spicer from the political realm of life. If Sean Spicer wasn't Trump's do boy, uh, that would have been okay. You'd be okay if with it. If Jay Carney, the communist for Barack Thank Obama, you. wanted to be on Dancing with the Stars, you'd be down there shining his boots. I guarantee it, Tom. But the reason. That they that the show has been on for so long, and, I, and 28 years does seem like it's been 28 seasons. Yeah, it right? says 28 not seasons, years. not years. Yeah. It started in 20 in 2005. Okay, so, so from you're, 2005 you're, to now, so how the hell a, do you get 28? Two seasons a year. Oh, you do. Sure, you get. You know, they had their. Or he could be a typo, and instead of 28, it could be 18. The two and the one are next to each other. It's very possible that it's. 18. I think it's 18. But 
the seasons, I mean, you could have two seasons a year, right? I don't, I don't know. I haven't followed Dancing with the Stars enough to know. I mean, it's easy enough to to look, but I bet you it's I bet you it's they had uh, a couple a year. You know, you had your you had your winter season and your fall season, and they were taking summers off, or they did summer and winter, summer fall, whatever it was. Well, he's right. There is twenty eight seasons. I just don't understand this whole yeah. twenty eight. I'm sure that's what it is. Two a year. So, but the but my point is is that you were gone for a year. And nobody was clamoring for Dan. Nobody was saying, hey, what happened to Dancing with the Stars? Hey, hey, I want to tell you this. Did you notice that they were gone for a year? No, that's my point. Even nobody I said, what happened no. to Dancing with the Stars? No. It's like they promote the heck out of it for the season, whatever season it, whatever season you're on, and you make an appointment to watch it or record it. Record it. And watch it at your own time, but you go back and watch and you enjoy it if you like that kind of thing. Or you want to see a particular artist. I want Sean Spicer. I, I don't believe I've ever loved Sean Spicer more than right now. And I've never loved him. So Oh, I did. And he's going to be too short to win. No, he's not. That's very that's, that's his advantage right there. Too short? It's no. They're going to give him at least a five-inch platform for his shoes. Yeah. And he's going to nail it. I'm telling you, three weeks, he's in. <laughs> I want him to win now. Oh, I know. I, I want, want him to win the season. I, no. I want season twenty eight to be owned by Sean Spicer. Do you think Trump will tweet it? Like, oh, how good is my that's Sean? Right. Sean is doing. That's right. Yeah. Smooth spice. Yeah, because he's not like Moosh. Moosh is in the curb now. Oh yeah. Yeah, Moosh is in the curb. God. Have but a nice Sean, day. you know, Sean's still his boy. Sean's still in. Yeah, you ain't lying. It's, Sean is still in. He's been towing the line, man. Yeah, I want him to win bad, and Trump will love it. Oh, think about that. Oh. oh, and then Sarah Huckabee next year. <laughs> think about it. You already have season thirty for season thirty. Uh, Huckabee. Be another, this is twenty-eight. You still got to have twenty-nine before thirty. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know what addition plans you have in Puerto Rico, where you're from. But so you don't go from twenty-eight to thirty. Yeah, you don't. I mean, I'm not a math wizard. Eighteen, but I do know that you do go in line. Yeah, it's a succession of numbers is what it is. That's how it works. One, two, three, four, five. So, so. for season 29, I don't know. You bring in um I mean, you could, bring, you, could bring in the, you could bring in the Huckster. Negative for 30, for 30. You you know, 30 I want 30. 30 to be, you know, Sarah Huckabee's, you know, time. So she builds up from now. Because she's running for governor, I believe. Or she's trying to run I for governor. I don't know. That was Trump just pushing you think her out so? the door. Yeah, you know, get out. You think so? Because I just go got, I just, I just got an email uh, from her people, which I didn't know her people got my number, and she's launching this big event. So we might have oh, Sarah Huckabee so in the she's show. Fundraising. She's fundraising for some big event. So um, we might have Sarah Huckabee if we do have Sarah Huckabee. Uh, I don't. I think I. I'll just fangirl. Uh, it'll be the worst. It, I, I would like to do the interview, and it could just be my backup because Sarah Huckabee, she's a beautiful woman. Talk to her father, and that gorgeous woman needs to be interviewed by me. Like, I love Sarah Huckabee. Play some music now. Sad. Sad, sad. All right, well, you might as well play some other music, too, because I want to talk a little bit about royalty. So...
Tobias is my cup of tea as okay, well. Okay, so I don't really have a Windsor Whisperer or a Royal Wanderer or whoever we're talking to these days. I just have a, a poll of the most popular royalty in the UK. All right. So I know that, uh, you know, there's other things swirling around the royal family as we speak as well. And I'm sure you're aware of those stories, Chris Cruz. Oh, I am aware. Okay. You so, have the top list of the royals? This is the top royals. Okay, right? so here's most what I do. popular royalty most in the UK. Royalty. Okay, and I think uh, what I'll do is I'll check on my papers. Every royal name that you give me, I bet you I have a story about them. I can't wait. Here we go. How are we starting this? Number one. Oh, you're going to start for number one? Can we go the other way? Why do you want to go the other okay, way? Okay, fine. Number one it is. Here we go. Number that's one. That's how you do the countdown. Yeah, well, that's how you taught me, so. Number one. Here we go. <laughs> we'll do the top seven then. All right, okay, we'll do that's the top fine. seven. Okay. Which is weird. Sorry for number seven. Yeah, okay. but I don't care about the others. Okay, here we go. Number seven. The other seven. list of the royals, I don't care about them. There are people, those are just holder honors. <laughs> they're lucky. They're lucky. They got a drop of blood in them, as the true. rest of them. But after, the, okay. after you know, maybe the top ten. But th- I don't even care about that. I mean, By the way, top number seven. number fifteen was the Duke of York. You know why he's oh. number fifteen? I mean, see, that's what I say. That's what I'm saying. He got to ride with the queen. The queen showed him off a little bit. And said, uh, "You know, this is, this is try, all you're getting from help me. You up. Ooh, this 15. is all you're getting from me. And you're only fifteen, and nobody believes me. So we're done. Have a nice day. So." Good luck. God bless. Take care. But but Elizabeth, eh, be, no, the uh, queen's busy. Uh, she doesn't have time for you no, right now. No, yeah. no. Yeah, no. Okay, we can't talk right now. So number one, the number one most popular royalty in the United Kingdom. You guessed it. You know her, you love her. Queen Elizabeth. Uh, well done. Well done. She was number two last year. So she gained her spot at number one. And did you know that right now, currently, it is the British holiday. So the queen is, you know, at her summer vacation home. Of course she And is. she decided to interrupt her summer for the rarest first time because she needed to go and make <laughs> a new lieutenant of the Royal Victorian Order. Oh, good. Paul Hughes is now the lieutenant of the Royal Victorian Order Uh and she brought up her little hubby, ninety-eight-year-old. And she made hubby. Uh, she made come him out make of an official, right? He, w- he retired. The official twenty-seventeen. Couple years ago, yeah, yeah a couple years and ago. And she said, "Uh-uh, let's go get in the uh, car. But we got to make this I official." Mean, it wasn't heard publicly, but he said, "Hey, I've just been getting drunk and driving in my Range Rover for the last couple of years. You really can't want have me you to come out of retirement? I can't yeah, have you. Yeah, you have to come out of retirement. I knew you. Were. So, Mister Hughes received the Royal Victorian Order and." It's awesome. Well done. Congratulations. Yeah. Coming in at number two, the most uh, popular royal, Prince Harry. That's kind of surprising to me, actually. Uh, I'm surprised that Harry's number two. Yeah. Number three. Well, hold on. I got a Prince Harry story. Get to it. Did you know that he is uh, detrimental? He's what? Detrimental. Detrimental. Oh, detrimental. Detrimental. He Uh, might be detrimental, too. There might be a dental case going on. So we have some issues because right now Prince William feels that Prince Harry and Meghan Merkel are not following protocol and have snubbed the protocol and it's negatively impacting the British royal family. Absolutely. Uh, And that comes because Meghan feels like she is an A-lister of the... Rather than being a member of the yeah, royal they, family, yeah, they, I mean, they they think that she is an A lister, and the problem is, is that really, 
And I know some of you are thinking, but we're America. Why do we care about the Royals? Because I love the Royals. And I'm jealous and I should be in this list, okay? But if I, and if I would take a blood test to prove that I'm part of the Royals. But I digress. Um, Megan is an A-lister. What she doesn't understand is, coming from America, A-listers want to be part of the Royals. The Royals do not want to be part of the A-listers, okay? The Royals are separate from that. Uh, people, A-listers want to be part of the Royals. That's why A-listers get knighted, Megan, okay? And so, they're, I mean, that's really, that's really irking them. Yeah, it is. Number three is Prince William, of course. I mean, he's next. I'm surprised that he's not number two. That's surprising. I mean, he's next in line. He's probably a little pissed that Harry got number it's two. It's official. But. Prince William did tell Harry not to rush into a relationship with Meghan Merkel. Oh, This yeah. has made Prince Harry, in a quote, <laughs> ballistic. <laughs> he went ballistic, according to Royal Insider, or Royal Whisper. You're, you're, said, quoting, you're quoting the story. Ballistic. Okay, good. Ballistic. I'm quoting this. Yeah. And he says, according to a royal whisper, you're trying to wreck <laughs> this relationship before it's even started. Oh, he was pissed. William was like, dude, come on now. Go have, it, have your flings with her, but we need to slow this thing down a little bit. And uh, it actually, what was said was, bro, <laughs> man, use her up, spit her out, but. Don't marry her. What are you thinking about? I know you're in love. I know you're all in love with her. And she's jet her around the world, have some fun, and then get rid of her. And then what they reported was what to said the story. But Harry's still pissed at him for it. He is still pissed. There's no yeah. doubt. I mean, yeah. they've split. They've they've divided they a lot divided of stuff. They've divided the, the, yeah. um, the they charity not, work, they the foundation. They're not happy. And that's yeah. Megan has come between them. Now. And that's the sad part. That Megan has made America look bad. So what the hell? Number four. Catherine, the Duchess of Cambridge. You got a story about Catherine? I have Catherine. Story about Catherine really? Jeff Fisher. Did you know, and we covered this, I think it was a couple of days ago, yes. that Prince Harry and Meghan have been flying around the country in this non-eco-friendly aircraft for the last, like, four oh, times yeah, in yeah. the last month. They've been going month. all over. They've they been taking a and, they... and, and then Elton is like, hey, don't worry about it. Well, I feel that Kate did this to just be like, we're the best couple in the world. So, reports have come out that William, Kate, and their three kids, Prince George, Princess Charlotte, and Prince Louis. They fluke. And flew um, commercial. <laughs> they absolutely did that to slap nanny. them. And I have a quote here from one of the passengers. That's fantastic. That says, uh, the family were set right in front of me. I flew, I fly this route all the time. And none the wiser, boom, there she is. No one knew they were on the flight. Later, I realized... That's Kate's mother who sat rows in front of me. So she's flying coach. No, they're not, she's, they're not Jeffy, flying coach. She's flying coach. She's no, sitting. So no. she said she's sitting. I'm sorry, my right friend. Right in front, there's Kate and her kids. And rows. Rows. Uh, yeah, there's multiple rows, rows. In, in first no, class only, or business. There's only three. No. There's only three. No, maybe in the airlines you fly. Spirit only has three. So I'm going by and what Spirit I experienced. Has, and th that, those aren't first class. Spirit has, the Spirit has, uh, we have three business seats up front that you can fly with us. Don't even get me. Don't. Don't do it. Don't. Now, there's a difference between first class and business. I know the airlines present business as first class. But there are multiple rows of first class and or business in air, airplanes where you can sit in rows ahead. But I mean, there's, you've got, when you walk in, you've got, what, one, two... Three, four, five. We've got at least 
half a dozen before you get to the curtain. And you don't want to look past that the curtain. curtain. Yeah, you well, don't, you don't know what's the behind the curtain. Um, so you've got that's two on each side. So you've got you know twenty right. So be, yeah, we get twenty at least twenty four. So you can sit rows up front, sure. But yeah. I feel like that is amazing because we all seen you know Megan, Harry, and just the baby Archie. Here is Mama Kate with all her kids, husband, and royal nanny. In and depending on the size class. of the plane, you might have two on the window side, and then you might have two or three in the middle that are business and first class. Yeah. So oh, yeah, true. Ahead, yeah, true. Putting on the side. But I feel think that she's flying coach. Kate's not flying coach. She's flying I mean, coach. it's bad enough she had to fly commercial. Okay. But she did slap him in the face yes, on that one. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Coming in at number five, Prince Philip, the old man, the drunk, the retiree. What do you got for me? I got nothing from him. I told you he, hey, did, he came yeah, out of retirement. Yeah. All right, coming in at number six, Megan. Wow, Megan. Megan is six. Megan is six. Wow. Well, it's been confirmed that Megan and Prince Harry did want to live in Windsor Castle. Oh, yeah. They want to live there. Yeah. And, and we have word of what the queen has yeah, told Yeah, grandma them. said. Uh, when quietly but firmly suggested the, fa- the <laughs> cottage. Grandma said, look at the time. Nope. We got look at that. We, got, we have crews here. We're remodeling. I just can't. No. There's so no. Harry Megan asked. If living quarters at Windsor Castle could be made available after the marriage, and the queen goes, no, no, <laughs> might yeah, no. politely but firmly suggest that you instead go reside at the Fogmore Cottage, yeah. which um, is my favorite home. It has five bedrooms, it's a cottage, and it's still in the yeah. grounds of the Windsor Castle. It's, it's on the grounds. And it's $2.9 million worth of makeover, and you can have that. You can have it. You can do what you want with it. And by the way, uh, I'm still angry with you, and you're going to be going to Africa in a year anyway. So, no, you're not staying in the castle. Move on, okay? You're lucky I let you marry her. All right, Harry? You're not moving into the... No. No. Move on. At number seven, the worst royal of the bunch. So this is like the you know the first family of the royals. The rest of them, that's what I mean, they don't care. Like Camilla. She shouldn't even be on the list. She's not on the list. She's not a royal. That's not it. No, no I'm she's sorry. Not, Camilla, Camilla is a royal. Thank you. From out back. Okay? That's where Camilla's from. So coming in at number seven is Prince Charles, of course. I mean, Chuck is number, number seven. He's next in line, too, man. And I mean, they people do not like him. No. Look at that. People do not like uh, him. No, you tell me that someone that's not even on the line of secession, two of them, they're not on the line of secession, are more favorable than you. Yeah, and nice you're day. next. Supposed to be. There's a reason why mom won't retire, okay, or die. Just saying. <laughs> All right, let's go to the break room. I need a Coca-Cola Zero Sugar as it is. Oh, my gosh. Who's in the break room? (sighs) Joining us in the break room today, a man known as a part, one of the Kendrick brothers, known as Mr. Kendrick, or just Stephen Kendrick, uh, producer of the brand new movie that opens tomorrow uh around the country overcomer uh you can go for more information to overcomer.com uh steven kendrick um you know 
first, I, I looked at some of the reports, and it calls you part of the crew of this movie. Uh, is sure. that fair, really? I mean, you're in the movie, you produce the movie, you're Mr. Big Shot about the movie. There's the doubt playing your well, role they, a little bit. Yeah, I, I get to stand up and be a part of helping drive the ship, but I totally recognize there's hundreds of people uh below the bow that are rowing and blood, sweat, and tears are coming out of them. <laughs> so so uh, it, it has been a, an incredible journey for my brothers and I to be able to make these films. So we're very grateful. Before we get into a little bit about what Overcomer is about and, and how important it is to, to see this movie and, and kind of uh, in, in get a feeling for yourself about what the movie is about, um, I found it fascinating that you guys are uh, doing these movies. You're in it. You're producing it. Uh, you're being big parts of it. That's got to be a lot of work. You guys are putting in a lot of a lot of long days. Absolutely, it's really two years of work for us um, because we're writing the scripts, yeah, and then we shift into pre-production, and then we're leading the whole production teams. And my brother Alex edits the films, and then we're marketing them all the way through the, and then the resources that come out afterwards so that people can dive deeper into a subject we're producing and writing a lot of those resources. So our wives would tell you, yes, we're working a lot. <laughs> so. That's uh, I don't know if that that's good, but it is good. I mean, I don't know. What, what are you going to do with your day if you're not doing that? Really, Steven, what are you going to do? You're going to be home. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll go home and, and help homeschool my kids is what I would do. We're uh, I have six kids. My brother has six kids. And so we're, uh, we, we were in church ministry for 20 years and then got into filmmaking. And so um, we are, we're just very grateful to be able to make films that families can go see together and that uh, we're promoting faith, hope, and love rather than trampling it in the theater. That's so fantastic. this weekend is a great opportunity for people to see a very inspirational movie in their theaters and uh, it's coming out in 20 countries, too, so we're, we're very excited. That's fantastic. Let's talk a little bit about that inspiration, uh, where that inspiration comes from in this movie. Uh, it, uh, it starts with just uh, a coach that is uh, you know, going through his everyday coaching life. He's coaching a basketball team, but uh, then gets uh, you know, kind of a big shock in his life. Absolutely. Like so many cities in our country, uh, one of the main manufacturing plants in town shuts down. And half the town leaves. And his state championship dreams are crushed. He loses his team, and he starts going through an identity crisis, not knowing what he needs to be doing. And the principal tells him, well, now we've lost our cross-country coach, and you're going to have to coach that too because you don't have a team. And so he doesn't even think it's a real sport, and the only person that goes out for his team is a 15-year-old girl who has asthma. And so, so he is frustrated. Wow. Yeah, and that's really frustrating. Struggling in his marriage, you know, it's like uh, pick anybody in any position. If they lose what they pour their heart, soul, and their dreams into, and what they're known for, and what they're cheered for, and what they're good at, they can go through an identity crisis. Uh, no doubt about that. On top of which, I tend to agree with uh, the coach that uh, cross country is. Uh, I don't know that I consider that the full time sport. I mean, it's just right. Uh, well, we have a lot of jokes in the movie related to that. You know, there's a, especially in the first half, there's a lot of laughter. And also, one of the good things about this movie is that, uh, you know, not, it's not only the coach that uh, is struggling with uh, it, his identity. 
it's many of the other uh, characters in the movie as well. So, I mean, you're getting the struggles of everyone. And also, in the end, we find that maybe we all kind of find ourselves. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, every generation is dealing with identity at a different place. You've got teenagers right now that don't know their place in this world. And in, in Overcomer, Hannah She's lost her parents. She doesn't know who she is. We're joined by uh, Stephen Kendrick. Of course, we're talking about the new movie that uh, opens up tomorrow, uh, Overcomer. Uh, you can go for more information at uh, overcomermovie.com. Uh, we were talking a little bit about the struggles of the characters and uh, during the movie, how we're all searching for uh, you know our own different identities at different times. And you were uh, uh, telling us about Hannah and uh yeah. you know her struggle as well I, I was just i, I just I, I i'm fascinated how everyone uh uh how you're bringing all the struggles together well you got a coach who's lost his team a girl who's lost her parents and there's actually a man in a hospital bed who's lost his health and wow. uh, our father right now is in a hospital bed and uh, he can't hold a fork or sign a check anymore Wow. And uh, and so he went through a season of depression, just wondering, what is my place in this world? Who am I? What is my value now? No and kidding. we talk about this in Overcomer because uh, we believe the creator gets to define his creation and that the, the one who made us and knows us better than we know ourselves and loves us unconditionally, uh, he's the one who can give us the greatest value. And when people find that and discover that, it actually helps them in every other area of their lives. So we, we introduce that concept in Overcomer, but we do it in a very fun, entertaining way. And the movie ends with a huge state championship, edge-of-your-seat race uh, that right now, with our test screen audiences, they're on their feet cheering. It's like they're cheering wow. their own daughter in this race. So it's very exciting. That's great. Okay, so... Uh... Before I, I know you, I know you're busy, and I let you go. And I, I'm excited that the movie opens up this weekend, and uh, everyone should go and see it. Uh, we are going to uh, be giving away uh, tickets to go see the movie as well, uh, and which I'll tell you a little bit about more uh, during the pro during the program. You can find out uh, more about the movie at OvercomerMovie.com. If I put a uh, a, uh, a a runner's gun, a starting a track gun to your head right now what's the favorite part of this movie for you steven uh the last 20 minutes it is quite the ride everything the the beginning of the movie is funny the middle of the movie starts grabbing your heart and the end of your end of the movie is i mean a lot of you know the testosterone kicks in in a lot of ways because something that's nobody has ever seen before in a in a cross-country race happens in this film and the way it unfolds is very inspiring, and uh, and it's very challenging. But I, I just love to watch an audience watch that last twenty minutes of this movie. I'm excited to see. And it. one of the things, uh, Stephen, that you and your brother invited me to watch the movie a couple of weeks ago when we guys were here in Dallas is, I suggest if you're going to watch this movie, I suggest you bring uh, some napkins, some tissues, because everybody on that. Sweating. Everybody on that screener was crying their heart out. It was fascinating to see how those last 20 minutes are so key to that film. Yes, absolutely. And uh, we, my brother Alex is an excellent storyteller, and he's really good at grabbing the heart. And if people liked Fireproof or Courageous or War Room, uh, our previous films, they're going to love Overcomer. It's our biggest budget, highest quality film. 
And I think the storytelling takes it to the next level as well. And if you haven't seen uh, the previous movies, when you uh, get done seeing Overcomer, uh, you'll realize, hey, I need to go back and see these other movies because I really enjoyed uh, Overcomer. So you can find out more about that at OvercomerMovie.com. Stephen Kedrick, uh, just a member of the crew. Uh, yeah, that's for, right. For the Overcomer movie. Thank you very much for joining us today, man. I appreciate it. And uh, best of luck with the movie. Uh, we all want it to do well. I promise you that. Thank you so much. Take care. All right. That's it for the Blaze Radio Network. There's more on the podcast. So thanks for listening on Blaze Radio Network. But if you would like to uh, continue to listen to what's more on the podcast of this show, Chewing the Fat, you can subscribe. And you can download that podcast on whatever platform you listen to your happy little podcast on. You'll get the alert, and you'll know, oh my gosh, there's a new Chewing the Fat. And that is perfect, because then you can, you know, you'll get, you can listen on Blaze Radio, and then you can go, oh my gosh, I can listen again, too, uh, in the car, or at home, or with the family, or all alone in my room, however you want to listen. I'm not judging, okay? I'm not judging not download and subscribe to more content at the blaze.com slash podcasts welcome to dessert on chewing the fat uh this is where we do you know a couple extra stories away from uh, the show that we put together for the blaze radio network and the podcast um i just want you to uh realize that uh, this story adult recess is booming because being a grown-up is hard um that's sad is what that is but really you know they're talking about adult recess and they're talking about uh, men and women getting together to play kickball and hopscotch and tetherball and they all got together at a park and had their little chicken nuggets and grilled cheese sandwiches and then they got together and they played jacks and yahtzee and there was just so much laughter how they could do that anyway and adults have been doing that for years Uh, That was why they formed clubs and bowling clubs and golfing clubs and all other kinds of clubs because adults wanted to get away and relax a little bit. But calling it recess is kind of sad. It's kind of sad. And that's because most of these adults who are doing recess in the park these days are um, because they didn't have recess in school. We took it away. And now we're realizing, oh, my gosh, you know what? Um we probably should have been doing that all along because it's good to have a little respite from, you know, I don't know, work. And uh, it's good for us to get out and move around and have a little fun every now and then. But for the story to be recessed for adults is a good, is a little much for me. Just a tad much. This story from the uh, land of the United States, Puerto Rico. Here we go, baby. Your, your mother country. Motherland. Your mother, yeah, whatever. By the way, side note of mother country, uh, Greenland, you belong to us now. Absolutely. President has spoken. We're talking about this. It does not matter who the president is, Donald Trump, Obama, uh, Bush. Yeah. If my president says, I want to buy Greenland, you say, um, for how much will you like? You know, you don't give me a price. You say, so how much would you like to pay for it? A when, dollar? Okay, it is yours, <laughs> Mr. President or Madam President. It is yours. So- from your country, Puerto Rico, uh, this lady was on a yacht, of course, hanging out. You know, <laughs> why else would you go to Puerto Rico? Absolutely, yeah, and they're open by the way. If you're not on a yacht, Puerto Rico opened a month ago. So, so when it was closed, it was closed. Yes, 
No, you can't the close city, a country. Yes, you can. The city of San Juan. You can't close a country. That's what we're fighting over. We can't even build a wall. You can't close a country. I don't know what uh, you're talking according about. to the San Juan uh, tourists, they just put a sign up and it says, we're open. open. No, they said, we're open. They're not just open. <laughs> or they hit the little string and then... <clears throat> so she uh, goes, she's on, uh, she goes into a public bathroom. For what reason? I don't know. I guess she was on land. I guess she swam in. She took, she, she, she boarded into land and was walking around. So she finds a cell phone in a bathroom. Uh-oh. And she brings, and instead of just leaving it. It's the drug dealer's phone. Leave it alone. Instead of just leaving it, she picks it up, takes it back to the yacht. Mistake. And she brings it back to the yacht because she figures when she goes back into land, she's going to try to find who the owner and give the phone back to whoever lost it, Mistake whoever left it in two. the bathroom. Uh she found who the phone belonged to. I don't know where they, I don't know where where they found her, but um, that's what happened. That's what happened. Okay, uh, you stole my phone. What do you think you're doing? Uh, you did you you keep him the handset? You don't have the handset. Where's the handset? And it's just the phone. That's what I found. I just found the phone. In the neck. Really? Yeah. I told you, that's a drug dealer's phone. What are you doing? If you're in Puerto Rico, you don't even go to the bathroom. What are you doing? You do not grab anything from the bathroom. That belongs to the drug dealer. What are you doing? I mean, the only way you take something out of a bathroom like that. You you don't touch. You don't touch the bathroom. No, but if you, if you went into the bathroom and let's say there was a phone and there was a, some sort of container of money. Yeah, but if you could get out of there with the money. They know who you are already. No, they don't. You got a shot with the money. You got to take You got to take a shot. You got to take a shot and not just a... But you got to take a shot to get out with the money. I mean, maybe stuff it down your pants. so sad. Stuff it in your shirts. Yeah, uh, so I have a feeling that uh, your uh, San Juan tourist board yeah. may have turned the we're open think, sign yeah, around. They turned it off. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe pick someplace else to go. That's all I'm asking. Just maybe not uh, not go to Puerto Rico. I got nothing against Puerto Rico. No, nobody's a bigger supporter of Puerto Rico than this show. Right? But just saying, I want to pick another pick another spot. 